Simply Financial with Christopher Calandra, Certified Financial Planner, is an innovative, comprehensive, informative, and cutting-edge podcast that discusses financial topics ranging from personal finance, economics, politics, and personal growth. Simply Financial will cover intriguing and thought-provoking questions so that the listener can simply increase their financial IQ. Welcome to the Simply Financial Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Calandra. This is Season 3, Episode number 40. On today's show, I wanted to discuss the three phases of business continuation planning. Over the course of my 27-year career as a financial planner, I've had the pleasure of working with an awful lot of entrepreneurs, small businesses, closely held family businesses. Uh, They are some of my favorite relationships. I am an entrepreneur at heart. I am the uh, founder of Elliott Wealth Management Services, and over the vast majority of my career, I've been an independent financial advisor. So when I speak and meet with uh, entrepreneurs and small business owners, the way that I view the world and talk about financial and money concepts tends to resonate with entrepreneurs and small business owners as well as any audience that I could possibly have. And if you're a small business owner, you've invested a lot of time, energy, and money into your small business. Uh, Your business is probably an important part of who you are, and it's a source of pride and self-worth. I know that's the case for me personally, and I've seen countless examples of this as I've met entrepreneurs over these many years. And if you're a small business owner, what I'm asking is that you consider if you've done what you need to do to ensure uh, the business's future is secure. One way to do this is by creating a business continuation plan. Just as an estate plan helps you preserve the value of your estate for your family, a business continuation plan helps you ensure the survival of the business if you are no longer at the helm. So there are three phases that are part of this business continuation plan. Business valuation, succession planning, and an agreement. So a business valuation can be challenging for some small business owners, or so it seems at first glance. Often you're going to get professional help usually from your CPA. If you have a very large uh, business uh, with lots of employees, locations, and revenues, uh, there are specialists in this area. But for the majority of small businesses out there, uh, the CPA universe is a good place to go to find uh, someone that could do an appraisal uh, of your business, evaluation of your business, I should say. And not all CPAs uh, do this type of work. They all can, but some do more than others. In fact, next week I'm going to have on the show uh, David Lake. He is a CPA that I've known for many years, and we have lots of mutual clients. In fact, he is part of the Elliott Wealth Management Services team because he also serves his clients as a financial advisor. So in addition to providing tax plan, tax plans, 
and in addition to doing business valuations and lots of other work as a CPA, when the opportunity arises and a client needs help with financial planning, investment planning, and the type of work that we are specializing in here at Elliott Wealth Management Services, uh, we will work on those clients jointly with him. So he's going to be on the show in the next episode, and we're going to talk specifically about business valuations. It's a, a great topic, especially for you entrepreneurs and small businesses out there listening. The second phase is succession planning, and that's the process of thinking about and setting up who will take over if you can't run the business anymore. And the three major contingencies are who would take over, what would happen if you passed away, what would happen if you became disabled, and what would happen if an owner decided to retire. So some of the things you want to think about with this succession planning is should you sell the business, should you give it away, or should you even close it? Some businesses, some entrepreneurs, their business doesn't have real value that can be sold to someone else. A good example of this might be a real estate agent who is self-employed, certainly have their own profit and loss statement and uh, can make more or less money depending on their efforts. They're not collecting a W-2 wage. Uh, But that business might not easily be sold to someone else. Uh, Whereas if it's a business that has a factory, a plant with employees, um, that's more likely to be something that can be sold. So should you sell it, give it away, or just close it up because there's no market for it? Another consideration is how your ownership interest would move. Is it going to go to other existing owners of the business, sort of partners? Is it going to family spouse, children? Is it going to be a transfer of ownership to an internal employee? Is there somebody inside the organization that's being groomed to take over in one or more of the contingencies, whether you die, become disabled, or retire? Or is the ownership interest going to move to an outside party? You're going to sell to a competitor or a bigger firm Uh, Those are some examples of the ownership interest move. So that's what you want to think about with the succession planning. Who's going to take over, under what conditions, and who's going to be involved in the ownership once a change is made. And they can often, these succession plans, be different plans based on uh, the different occurrence. So there may be a plan in place if someone retires But in the event of an unexpected death, the plan may look a little different. Uh, All of this documents your vision for the business beyond when you will be at the helm. So it's a really important step. In some ways, it's grim because you're thinking about if something bad happens in the case of passing away or becoming disabled, or it could be very fulfilling in thinking about being able to retire and leave a business for, say, the next generation. So that's succession planning. And then the last of the three phases is an agreement. You want to have 
a binding, a legally binding agreement that allows for that ownership interest transfer that we just spoke about. Uh, that commonly is called a buy-sell agreement. Again, it's legally binding, and it spells out not just who will take over, but the financial terms of the ownership move. Uh, is the business being bought? Is it being given away? Uh, what are the terms of payments, the financing, all of the financial aspects of the ownership uh, changeover? And this gives the business owner's family clarity as to what would happen, especially in an emergency situation. It gives other team members, employees, and staff uh, security. They don't necessarily need to know the details, um, but it's usually a good idea for them to know that a plan is in place if something should happen, if there should be a change, that they're going to be part of a new plan that'll be executed. So the last part is an agreement, buy-sell agreement. It's legally binding. Not only who will take over, but the financial aspects, the written financial aspects in terms of the price of the business, the terms of payment, financing, and all of those types of things. So the three phases of a business continuation plan, business valuation, which we're going to talk specifically about in the next episode with David Lake, uh, succession planning, and having an agreement. If you're a business owner, an entrepreneur, if you haven't tackled this, I urge you to do so. Uh, lean on your team of CPAs, attorneys, financial advisors, partners in your business to come up with a plan. It doesn't necessarily need to be a thousand page uh, memorandum, but you should have something in place in my opinion. We have that type of plan here at Elliott Wealth Management Services and sometimes when we're meeting with our clients, especially new clients that might be coming on board, they'll often ask the question, well, Chris, you're the founder and you're the uh, going to be our primary financial advisor, but what happens if? And it is helpful when we have an answer. As always, please go to the website, ElliottWealth.com. Find out more information about me and the rest of the team here. If you're a small business owner, if you're an entrepreneur and you haven't tackled this and you'd like some help, please know we will do a, a complimentary consultation either in person or remotely. You could sign up for that at the website and please subscribe to the podcast. I know all podcasters ask for that. It's uh, incredibly important. Our numbers have grown and we want that to continue and your help will be very much appreciated. Thank you. I'll be back with you next week with our guest, David Lake. The views expressed are not necessarily the opinion of Sage Point Financial Incorporated and should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities mentioned herein. Investing is subject to risks, including loss of principal invested. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. No strategy can assure a profit nor protect against loss.
Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Please note, the information being provided is strictly as a courtesy. When you link to any of the websites provided here, you are leaving this website. We make no representation as to the completeness or accuracy of the information provided at these websites, nor is the company liable for any direct or indirect technical or system issues or any consequences arising out of your access to your use of third-party technologies, websites, information, and programs made available through this website. When you access one of these websites, you are leaving our website and assume total responsibility and risk for your use of the websites you are linking to. Securities and advisory services are offered through SagePoint Financial Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC, insurance services offered through Elliott Wealth Management, LLC, not affiliated with SagePoint Financial. Simply Financial is part of the Exvadio Podcast Network. You can find Exvadio Podcasts at exvadio.com slash podcast, the Apple Podcasts app, iTunes Store, iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you find podcasts. So join us and stay informed and entertained.